it's going to be fantastic tomorrow, right behind us, SoFi Stadium. Uh, and look, let's look, you know, we've looked at this Bengals offense. Let's look at this Rams defense. I'll start very quickly. There's not much more to say here than this for me. Vaughn Miller, reestablished, reborn in this Rams team. Uh, I don't want to give him a pick away yet. I think we all know where I'm going, but uh, this Rams defense is scary. I wouldn't want to play them. They're playing in, they're playing at home in, in Los Angeles. And if they, if any if any defense in the NFL at the minute can get Joe Burrow, Colin, this, this Rams defense, it has to be up there with the, with the, with the threats that they have. Yeah, I mean, look, their defense is absolutely phenomenal. And the pass rush, you mentioned Von Miller, but we know that Von plays best when he has, you know, a compliment. And he has two of them. He has Aaron Donald, arguably the best player in the league, not just the best defensive player, uh, Leonard Floyd uh, on, the, on the other side. So to me, I suppose, when you look at, say, the Titans game, right, where Burrow gets hit nine times, Jeffrey Simmons has a game for the ages. Aaron Donald had to be looking at that and licking his lips and thinking like uh, this could this could be the moment because Aaron Donald is such a disruptive force. He is just phenomenal. You have to game plan for him every time, every play, every time Aaron Donald is on the field. Um, he is going to look to wreck your game plan. And we saw last year for the Rams when he wasn't fully fit, it massively impacted them. We've seen how important he's been he has allowed and bringing in von miller so the 49ers were able to do a job you know maintaining donald but they put so much focus that it allowed von miller to roam free that's the they suppose what the bengals have to figure out is how do you stop not just aaron donald but aaron donald and von miller and leonard floyd and whatever other schemes they uh, they come up with they they've got some great defensive minds in the coaching staff and um you know who well, some of them will be moving on after the, the Super Bowl, uh, which that will be very interesting uh, to see just how quickly. Uh, I suppose it depends on who wins and who loses. The, those head coaching appointments or defensive coordinator appointments are announced. But to me, the pass rush of this uh, this Rams defense it, up against what we talked about, a potentially porous Bengals O-line, I'm fascinated to see how they scheme, how it goes. But yeah, look, if, if you were to look at it as a from a Rams perspective, that's a, a massive advantage, you would have to say. Will it play out that way? That remains to be seen. Brian, this Rams defense might like the heat tomorrow because it's warm here, isn't it? But... It's really, really scorching. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that heart advert. This is where I Brian Egg on the. This is where I took the advice of wearing those sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we touched on the offensive line. Colin has called out how impactful this defense can be with the rush. If they do manage it, and the offensive line does show up tomorrow and do, does a job, then they get the ball out and they have Chase and they have Higgins and they have all these players. It'll be interesting within the second if you see tactically how the Rams manage it. Ramsey has only given up one game this season over sixty yards, and that in fact was the playoff game a couple of weeks ago against. The books, and that was large part of that was that Mike Evans touchdown from Brady, which was 48 yards. So you take that out, and he probably has done a whole season without giving up over 60 yards. Will they put him on chase? You, um, Marcus called out T Higgins, how crucial he is. Will they, will they go with him? Will he, will he follow T Higgins and they double up chase? It will be interesting to see in the dynamics of the game how they manage that that situation because it will at some stage come up stage, maybe towards the second half, where they go deep because they have potentially, depending on the score, they've got to get back into it. To me, that's also another key point in the game. Will they be able to cover Chase? Will they be able to cover Higgins and manage that situation? Yeah, but there's a slight misnomer in this. Like Jalen Ramsey is a shutdown, fantastic corner. He's proved that in multiple stops, obviously, both in Jacksonville and now in LA. 
but he doesn't always apply just on one receiver. In fact, uh, the game against Evans was the first time he topped over 60% of the snaps on one particular receiver uh, all season long, or at least since week 12. Sorry, at least since week 12. So it, it's very much they try and twist the dial. And thankfully for the Rams, they may be getting Taylor Rapp back, which is an important part of that. When we talked about the Bengals, I mean, they've actually very multiple in their secondary. Uh, Von Bell and, and Jesse Bates are actually probably one of the better safety duos in the league. And they play a lot of split safety looks, and then they go single high safety, mix in man and zone very uh, frequently. The last few weeks, the Rams haven't had the same fungibility and flexibility in their secondary. They're relying upon the old man. They're relying upon Eric Weddle to play 60 snaps in the NFC Championship game. So Rapp coming back, allowing a little bit more uh, scope in that regard is very helpful. But at some point, whether it's Long, whether it's Scott, someone's going to have to tie, cover Tyler Boyd as well. That's where the triplets come into effect, and that's an issue. But you say about Miller, you say about Donald, and you say about Floyd column as well, and I fully agree. But don't overlook the rest of that front. Greg Gaines, Robinson in that front. I talked about that 5-1 matching up generally against the base 12 offense. And you go Miller, Donald, Gaines, Robinson. Floyd, I mean, mm. that is not a pretty sense. And Troy Reader, underrated linebacker, roaming around behind. Um, it's a, it's a very, very good defense, guys. I, I, I would have thought you about would be cheering for the Rams tomorrow because well, you'd like to see Von Miller. Ian picks at the end, Brian. Ian picks at the cheering end. or picks is different. Who you're cheering for may not be who you. I would, pick. I would love to see Von Miller. Wait, 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 well, I, the love affair this week was was great to see on the Bears show. I think Colin was the one who kicked it all off because it went it went viral after that. All the Broncos people were jumping all over it to love. He might show a few diamonds off that ring. called out the Irish fans yesterday. <laughs> yeah. A few diamonds well, off that ring could be sent back to Denver. Well, in fairness to, to Vaughn, I thought his answer, I, I asked him about like playing again in the Super Bowl, and he talked about, like you know, Vaughn, really interesting talk about in service of others, right? That he played Super Bowl 50 because he wanted to win it for Wade Phillips, who hadn't won one. He wanted to win it for DeMarcus Ware. And I think that speaks to who he is. Um, so they've got some real great characters on it and the other thing in terms of characters eric weddle is we're going to wear the green dot right having just come Oops. back out of retirement <laughs> he is going to green dot that is that's incredible like i we didn't talk about that enough to to have that to come back out of retirement to have a couple of weeks and then to green dot in a super bowl just well phenomenal column i alluded to a couple of weeks ago it's almost like the ray bork story in the nhl you know whiling away his times with the boston bruins um, even the fans were delighted to see him go on and move on to the Avalanche and ultimately win a Stanley Cup. You know, I don't know if Chargers fans will be as delighted being in the same city <laughs> to see him win a Super Bowl with the Rams, but I'm pretty sure they will be, they'll be pretty happy for the man himself. I mean, he carries himself with great, um, you know, just he's a gentleman altogether. And uh, I think the respect for him came out, actually, uh, what T. Higgins said about him yesterday and others have said about him. So, um, you know, definitely a key part of this whole situation and game tomorrow. It's a bit tongue-in-cheek, but when he was traded away from the Broncos, he recognised the reason why the Broncos were doing it for the good of the organisation moving forward. We don't want to get into a conversation about other teams today because it's all about the Super Bowl, but he's come in, he's been imp impactful, and more so in the playoffs. And he, like, they went to the rushes, statistically, the rushes they put together in the playoffs is nearly more than what Miller and Donald did in the regular season, but obviously they've They've caught light in the bottle at the right time. They're coming together as a defensive at the right time. And it's a tough get, tough day ahead for Borough, but he can handle it. Slightly different Rams team to the Super Bowl where they got beaten by the Patriots a few years ago. But, you know, if the defense plays as well as that, they've definitely got a chance tomorrow. Alan Stafford uh, saying, uh, I'm sitting here watching you guys eat a pizza in Dublin. 
going to cheer on the Rams tomorrow because it's the only time a Stafford will win a Super Bowl, hence my second name. <laughs> Thanks again for, for the great price. Uh, Fred is signing off saying it's great to see four Irish lads chase their dream. Thank you very much, Fred. Thanks everyone watching as He's well. eating pizza. Um, I felt like I ran a 20k walk in the Olympics yesterday yesterday because Colin brought us to a pizza place and me and Mark were extremely tired by the time we got there. Colin likes to walk. Anyway. Anyway.